Thank you guys for tuning in to today's podcast. We will be discussing a subject that I believe many of us are facing in this season, and it's simply a season of transition. I believe that everybody's life, of course, has a different cadence and it's at different times of their life. But I believe that this word and transition that God has spoke to me about over the last three days can be pivotal for so many of us. There are so many people throughout the earth who are in different types of migrations. Some people are leaving a country. Some other people are changing cities, changing states. Other people perhaps are even changing from one job to the next job. And all of those transitions require that we assimilate differently to each aspect of our life. Perhaps if you're changing nations, if you're changing cities, you have to assimilate to the dominant culture that's uh, in that city or in that nation. You know, when I first moved from El Salvador to the United States, one of the most uh, things that I recall the most always is how my culture had a culture shock, the perspective, the way that I saw things, how things happened in El Salvador. They were very different from what happened of the way that people do things here in America. And I remember I was in high school and it was completely different. Now you have to understand that in El Salvador, they're a very traditional country. They still believe that you should wear uniforms. If you're in class, you should keep yourself, um, basically your hands in your laps at all times. And unless the teacher asks you to write something, you shouldn't write something. If you want to take some notes, you have to ask for permission and raise your hand. If you want to speak, you have to ask, uh, raise your hand and to go to the bathroom. And you have to have a key card uh, to get in and to get out. And you have to have all sorts of legalistic um, and structural issues. And so when I moved to America, I began to experience a freedom that I quite didn't really understand or or knew that I had. Uh, Of course, the school system here is quite different. You know, when I basically moved here and I didn't have to wear a, a uniform, I spent the first couple of months of my life in school simply wearing sweatpants because I was decompressing from all the legalism. If I look at it back my my life then now, I can progressively see how the legalistic behavior of one nation can affect me and how I did things here or how I behaved or how I began to even uh, interact with others was basically I was enforcing the culture that was dominant in my mind into the dominant culture, into the culture that was here. But I had to learn something quite fast that in order for me to create friendships and relationships that were long lasting, I had to assimilate to the dominant culture. I had to basically erase my, for or, or reformat my memory to fit the new perspective that God had for me. You know, for those of you who do photography, video, or you work with USBs or SD cards, any type of form that requires you from take a database from one com- one compartment of, a, of the USB to another computer or SD card, oftentimes when you put the SD card or the USB back into the next computer, it has to be reformatted because the old model or the old way of doing the data transfers in that USB needs to be rewired or reframed for the new computer. And so that's what I had to do. I had to erase or reformat my memory banks and say, okay, I need to look at this high school experience completely new. And I had to really spend about the first freshman and sophomore year 
understanding and studying how the culture worked. How did people do things here? How did friends interact here? How how was it that they were able to have friendships and long-lasting friendships? You know, most of the time in El Salvador, you really held together your relationships when I was growing up, at least in uh, 2000s, early 2000s, was you were simply held together by music events, different types of school events, different types of uh, things that kept you together, that caused you to be close. They assigned this project together so we would get close. And so it really developed a click mentality where you only have a certain amount of people that fit into your model. But in America, where I was growing up, it was a much more open environment. And I had to learn that, you know, in order for me, a part of this school, and if I want to have any friendships, I have got to be open to it. And so I want to talk about today transition because I really feel that in the earth, there are so many people who are experiencing transition and in a form that is very rapid and fast. What do I mean by that? One of the things that I believe happens during transition is that God changes your location and that oftentimes he changes your nature and he changes your name when you go to a new destination. If you look at the look of Abraham, he went from Abraham to Abraham. And of course, we know that in the Hebrew, the name Yahweh, when you pronounce it, has that that breath in it. And so what happens is in the book of Genesis, when we look at Abraham and he departed, that he became Abraham. So basically, it means that God's breath was put inside of his name. So that means that God put uh, his name on his nature and he added his nature into the name. And so what happened to Abraham was that as he left and he departed and he migrated from one location to the next, that God began to put his breath in him. You know, there are so many people that oftentimes get so stuck on I don't want to change because there's a fear of change. There's a fear of going to the future. There's a fear of what could happen in the next place. And one of the things that I have learned about the lifestyle of Jesus and the things that he left for his disciples is that we cannot be disobedient to the call. If you look at the life of Paul and the book of Galatians or in the book of Colossians, rather, there was one of the echoing aspects of his life is that you always hear, I was not disobedient to the call, regardless of the cause, regardless of how hard it was. Paul was not disobedient to the call. And so there are so many of us today who perhaps God has to give us a rough push. He has to push us quite far, far and he has to add some pressure. And oftentimes it feels like everything is against us. It feels hard. It feels like, Lord, I am, am I making the right move? Am I making the right decision? And one of the really aspects that will help us in seasons of transition is that we have to understand prophetic descriptions, prophetic indications, prophetic direction. If you don't have the rhema, if you don't have the word of God that comes by inspired utterance, it is likely that you will decrease in your advancement and speed because you're living your life by principles. Principles are good, but principles are only as good as the people that hold them. So if you don't have uh, the prophetic side into the principles, it really can create a season of just being stagnant because principles will only carry you so far. Principles can only take you to the capacity of the principle. But when you add the supernatural prophetic aspect of God, it really will begin to change and uh, create a dynamic for your life that will begin to bring the breath of God. You know, one thing about 
um, that story of Abram is that Abram was his process name, but Abraham was his promise name. And so one of the things that happens when he began to move, when he began to uh, adhere the word of the Lord, was that he went from process to promise. And I believe that many of you today, you're in your process name, you're in your process season, and the only thing that's keeping you from going to your promise name is fully committing into the word of God, into the word of your destiny, the prophetic nature, the thing that he caused you to do. So there are many of you who are God's awaiting to give you the things that you need to give you the keys and the insight for the future. And there are so many of you who you already have it, but you've not moved because you've been in a place where you're like, Lord, I don't want to make the wrong decision. And one of the things that I have really loved to learn, and you you may hear my his name, mentioned many times in my podcast is Kevin Leo. One of the things that he's taught me is if it's not immoral, if it's not unbiblical, if it's not unethical, feel free to test it out. You know, one thing that God will cause us to do is that he will cause us to do unusual things. I have learned that if you're going to be a believer, if you're going to be a Christ follower, if you're going to be submitted to the work of the Lord and Jesus, that you have to be ready to make decisions that will not make sense to anybody else but you. And that's the life of Christ. Oftentimes you have to make decisions that they won't make any sense to you, but you are responsible to responding to that higher calling. You are not responsible for what other people think of you, what other people think that this may cause or what answers may happen, but you are responsible for looking at what God has called you to do. One of the aspects that I looked often in transition is, am I looking back? Will I turn into the next lot? You know, one of the things that I saw in the life of Lot is that he could not depart and he looked back. Jesus said, do not look back. And Jesus, and when he did that, he turned back and he turned into a pillar of salt. Now, what is what, why is that so significant? God called us to be the salt of the earth. And Lot became in death what he could, should have became in life. Lot became in death what he should have became in life. He be, turned into a pillar of salt and he wasn't living salt, he was dead salt. And so today I want to encourage you, don't turn into li- into dead salt. Let the salt, the, the flavor of God that you, re- that you express the season of transition with such fervency and urgency that it'll really encourage you and cause you to move beyond that which you know. Because, you know, all of my life, I have been in transitions, different journeys. You move from one thing to the next thing in your life. And I believe that that's many of us. I remember when I first came into really rededicated my life to Christ, I really understood I was in a season where I really wanted to learn healing evangelism. And I ministered to with my, my peers at the time in high school to over four or five hundred people, perhaps even more. And I had to learn that in that specific season, that's where I was. And so I dove right into it. And then I went to the place where I really began to understand the kingdom, the healings of God, the dealings of God. I learned prophetic, then I learned deliverance, prayer and intercession. And really every season of my life, in my journey, I've learned that I migrated from one season to the next season to the next season. And it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just, just means that God is changing. This God is redesigning. God is reformatting me for the next thing that he has for me and you. And so oftentimes people look at seasons of transitions as it really should represent 
a time of pain, but it's only painful if you don't listen to God. It's only painful if you go against the way that God has you or directing you to go. And so I want to encourage you today that if you're in that place, if you're in that season, if you're in that moment where you don't understand or know, Lord, am I making the right decision? There are three aspects of transition that I really believe are key. One of the ways that you can identify if you're in a season of transition is, have you lost your grace for where you're at? You know, I'm in a season right now where I'm living in Chicago and I'm basically losing my grace for the city. I'm losing my flavor for the city because I'm looking at the current situation, the sin, all the things that are happening, the lack of morals. And simply, I know that in this place, my capacity to stay here and to grow is limited. And so I have to go to the next place. And so I'm believing God that there's going to be doors that are going to happen. God will give me prophetic dreams and visitations that will take me to the next place. And that doesn't mean that this is just applies to moving from city to city. But I believe that there are many of you perhaps who were listening to, to this podcast today. And you may be called to a different place and you've been resisting and hesitant about the change because you just don't want to make the wrong decision. But one of the ways, again, that you identify a season of transition is when you have lost the grace. You have felt like exhausted every possibility of this place or the position that you're in. You've exhausted every aspect of um, being able to give it an opportunity for change to come, but it doesn't change. And that doesn't mean that you're called to change. It's oftentimes it's simply understanding that your grace for that place is up. And if you can't grow there, you got to feel free to go to the next place. And so that's one way to identify it. Have you lost your grace? Number two, I believe that it's pivotal for us to understand that in seasons of transition, we have to look at the current factors. If you can't grow, you can't go. What do I mean by that? Number two, if you can't grow, you can't go. How far can you go in this place? How far can you advance? How far can you look into the future and say, I see myself growing here. I see myself going to the next place here. You know, when you have a capacity or you have a season of growth and you're in a place where you basically can Expand your knowledge, expand your experiences, expand your sight, see the future, see yourself uh, in 10 years from there in that place. That means that you're in a place where you can develop yourself and you may not be in a season of transition, but you may be in a growth through and not a breakthrough. What do I mean by that? Many believers confuse seasons of growth through and seasons of breakthrough. There are so many and seasons of transition. I'm sorry. Many believers confuse seasons of growth throughs and seasons of transition. There are some things that when you assimilate like I said before, from one place to the next, it have to change about you. And oftentimes, you can see the future inside of where you're at, but because you don't have perhaps the necessary steps on how to get there, you begin to say, well, I have tapped out my capacity. No, you've tapped out the research, the, the sources of what you is known to you, but is this place allowing you to grow? Will this place be able to carry you for the next you know, 10, 15, 20 years of your life? If the answer is yes, I believe that perhaps you need to assimilate and pray and grow more, but you're in a growth through, not in a season of transition. And so, of course, number one is your grace up. Number two, can you grow in this place? Are you able to grow? If you can't grow, you can't go. Number three, I believe that there is 
so many people today who find themselves in hardships, in places of frustration, anger, irritation, because they have yet not assimilated to the season that God has for them. And so number three is prophetic indications, prophetic words. The Word of God and the prophetic Word of God really has a fantastic dynamic into any season of transition. And that may be feelings, emotions, that may be different things that cause you to feel a different way about where you're at. And it doesn't have to be painful. You know, one of the things that I want to share with you is in uh, the book of Ephesians in chapter 5. It says that husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and he gave himself up for her. So it's chapter 5 verse 25 through verse uh, 33. And I'll read some of it in, in parts. So that he might sanctify her, Sarah, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word. Now I want to point out something so amazing here. Again, Ephesians chapter 5 verses 25 and 26. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. You know, one of the things that transitions often tends or always requires actually is a sacrifice it means that i have to cut something i have to get rid of something in order to go to the next place you may need to have friendships you may need to leave behind certain things that will cause you to perhaps diminish uh, certain aspects of uh, your life for a season, but that is because you can grow in the next place. Now, it's so amazing that in verse 26, it says, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word word in this particular scripture is the Strong's Numbers G4487, which is the word rhema, an utterance, an individual collective or specifically by implication a matter of topic basically what i want to emphasize is that in this particular aspect that the husband can only do for the wife by prophetic prescription there are some seasons that god will really emphasize this for us you know oftentimes you can create you can have the word and then when the word comes to pass it requires prophetic prescription and there are many of you who are you are in this five ephesians 5 26 verse where it says that you can only be washed by the word you can only have the rhema that can carry you to the next season and so i want to pray for you and believe god that there's going to be a grace released over your life and if you're in a season of transition you have to understand that don't resist it you can't resist it you can't go without it you can't go into the next place without going into it and so i want to believe god that there's a ability for you to receive to see the future to move into the place where god has called you to and so really briefly before we pray number one the, the indication of season of transition is have you lost your grace have you reached out your capacity number two can you grow in the place that you're in if you can grow, that means you may not be in a season of transition and you're in a growth-through season. Number three, you need prophetic prescriptions that are indicator. There are things that you can see that will cause you to, to go to the next place. You know, when I was, I'm going to give a sample for number three. When I was in moving from, from Chicago, I'm sorry, from New York to Chicago, I was saying, Lord, I need an apartment. I need something to happen for my life. I need you to do something. And so I was staying at a hotel downtown Chicago uh, about three or and a half years ago. And I said, Lord, 
give me give, give me something show me something that I am supposed to live here and so that night I went to bed and in the dream I, I had a dream and in the dream I saw myself going into an apartment building that I knew in Chicago and I found myself in that place saying you know do you have any apartments available I woke up the next morning and I said huh so out of nowhere like one one o'clock I decided to go to that building I walk into the building they have no appointments available for leasing they have leasing capacity but just they didn't have appointments that day the guy tells me just sit down and let's see if we can get you there as I'm sitting down there's a guy there by the name of Dean that he's hears me or heard my conversation with the the leasing office and so he signals me to go get some coffee he's like come here man and he's like i can't you know say this in public in front of them because i don't want to get in trouble but here's my card meet me at 445 east ohio street in illinois at 3 p.m i said okay i get there and i meet him there and he said i couldn't say it there but i have a perfect apartment that i think it would really help you so i said okay fantastic so i do a walkthrough of the apartment it was at the per. It was two hundred dollars before be, be below my budget, and it was in a fantastic location for me, at the time, and I ended up applying and I got that that, that apartment. But that would work. That that season of transition from one state to the next required for me to have a prophetic indication that it was a new season, that something fresh was coming. And so there have been. I have so many stories like that because I believe that God really is a place. It's in a in a season where the God that we know operates through supernatural moments. And so I want to encourage you: do not neglect the word of the Lord, and do not. Feel yourself and pressure yourself to make a decision right away, but just simply begin to prepare for the future. Don't make emotional decisions. Don't make irrational decisions. Be wise with your finances. Prepare yourself for the future and always invite the supernatural prophetic word for God. So, Father, today I pray for every believer, every person, every human being that is in a season of transition. And I declare, God, that in this season you give them uh, clarity of sight, that you're giving them dreams, prophetic dreams, that you're giving them signals, that you're even causing them to have peace in the middle of their move, that there will be no lack of security, that there will be no lack of fear of criticism, that there will be no hatred, no anger, no rage, no friction with friendships and loss of friendships because of a move, because of a transition. I pray that if they're in the job, I just pray that there will be a great capacity for them to grow if there needs to grow but i just declare god that the peace that surpasses all understanding is coming over your children and i just declare that this in this season god that you would even give them perfect sight for the future that you will have your eyes be on their eyes that you would have your ears be on their ears their mouth on your mouth and that they would declare and do the things of the lord and so father i bless every move that they make and i declare goodness and mercy will follow them all the days of their life in jesus name amen and amen guys thanks so much for tuning in if you enjoy this podcast i want to encourage you to follow and subscribe and as we release more in the season of transition in the days to come or different topics that we would share share this podcast with some of your loved ones or if you know somebody in the season of transition i encourage you to share this with them see you guys soon